Welcome to episode number 14, Uncovered Sports Radio. Miller Bros, really nothing too exciting this past week in the college football. You had the Army-Navy game in the snow. That was pretty cool. Cold, literally. Just kidding, that was a bad joke. Um, and then we had the Heisman with Baker Mayfield winning the Heisman. Johnny, what did you think about that? I thought that uh, he deserved it. I've been calling it all year. Um, his speech was... Uh, I said this when one of our first podcasts. If he doesn't have a successful NFL career, he's going to be a, a, a broadcaster because he, he can speak really well. He's interesting to listen to. Um, and I love one of the things he said. He said, sooner born, sooner bred, sooner be dead. I thought that was pretty interesting. So you could say he has a heavy tie to the Sooner Nation. Absolutely. Also, Lamar Jackson, he, he, got, he was third place in the Heisman. But he had to come up on stage after Baker won to present the trophy since he won last year. So that was pretty cool seeing him run up there. What? What's up, Cleet? Who got second? Who got second? Bryce Love got second. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought the Baker definitely deserved it. Uh, you agree, Pete? Yeah, definitely agree. I think – I don't really know the rubric, should say, on what is the Heisman winner. You know, they talk about uh, good player on the field, better person off the field. You know, like, I, I really, obviously, I think Baker's a good guy. I'm not talking about his, you know, antics. Had you ever seen the video of him when he got arrested, though? It's hilarious. He tried to run from the cops, and yeah. he got tackled. Nailed. Like, that was stupid. I'm surprised he didn't get more grief for that. Um, yeah, I don't think that's that big of a deal. I he mean, tried to run from the cops. Like, that's a pretty big deal. But It's stupid as crap. Like, he was obviously wasted. And like him, the reason he was originally getting talked to wasn't that big a deal. He's making noise, but to run from the cops and then just get laid out—that was pretty funny. Yeah, and stupid, and it's just a bad look all around. I, I I agree with you. I don't think it. The Georgia Georgia's defense has actually hired a couple of police officers to, to teach them some of the techniques on how to tackle Baker Mayfield. You think Roquan needs help on that? Not him. Everybody else. Yeah. So you mentioned. Uh, I have some more things on the, on the Heisman, some things I was researching. But I'll, I want before I forget, I was watching the Army Navy game, um, and they said that the first football helmets, those leather helmets that were ever worn, were worn in an Army Navy game back in eighteen ninety three. Eighteen ninety three was the first time they ever wore any helmets in American football, Army Navy game. And maybe going back to those, they really should like rugby. Never, I hope it doesn't transform into a rugby type of game. That's so lame. So we were looking at, I was looking at Heisman's. Um, I was just interested, you know, looking at the number of Heisman's different schools have produced. So this surprised me. Of all the things I looked at, how many schools do you think have more Heisman winners than Alabama? Well, based off tradition, I'm going to say Notre Dame. I'm going to say USC. I'm going to say Ohio State. And I'm going to say Nebraska, so four. Ten schools have more Heisman winners than Alabama. Well, that was an unfair question. How close was I on the top four? You said what? Well, you said Notre Dame, Nebraska, USC, and Ohio State. Notre Dame, Ohio State, USC are the top three. Nebraska's number five as far as champ, like number of... Who's number four? She's going to give us a rundown. Oklahoma. So Notre Dame, Ohio State, USC, Sooners, Nebraska, Army... Surprising. Wow. They have a lot of winners back in the day. Michigan, Florida, Auburn is ahead of them, and Florida State. Um, granted, some of the it's, it's close. I mean, a lot of people have three winners. Alabama's only had two. 
Yeah, Mark they Ingram had, and Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's crazy. They didn't have one until like 2006. That's the craziest part of it. Bama With didn't Bear have Bryant's. Yeah, how did they not have... Joe, I mean, Joe Namath didn't win one? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, I don't know his Forrest college Gump. career, but... Yeah, Forrest Gump. <laughs> that kickoff return was something else. I don't know how he didn't get a Heisman. <laughs> uh, so, the Notre Dame and Ohio State have the most with seven. Yeah, I can see that. USC six, Oklahoma five. Everyone else below them's got three or less. So Auburn's got three. Auburn has three. Cool. Hey, I don't even know if I can name them. But, oh yeah, Pat Dye, Bo Jackson, and Cam, Cam Newton. Yeah. But that was that was pretty interesting. Cam Newton. Another thing. So did you know that a Heisman Trophy can only go? It it doesn't have to go to an FBS school. It can go to any NCAA, uh, like D one through D three. It can go to anyone. But I was looking up like, had it has any player have any players from a non FPS, sorry school, a current day FBS school got like been a finalist or won it. Steve McNair, which I didn't know, he played at Alcorn State. It's an HBCU. It in 1994 he placed third in the Heisman race, and that was the highest a non FBS player. Has placed, but that's pretty crazy. That's awesome. He's from Alcorn State. I mean, where where did he come from? And then he gets on the NFL level. And also, this is takes a sad turn. I didn't realize he was killed. Yeah, on a cruise ship. No, not on a cruise ship by his like ex-wife mistress. No, it was like a. a it wasn't on a cruise. No, I'm thinking of someone else. But Steve McNair was in uh, Tennessee. And he had just recently, like, he was only 36 or something. Um, so that was pretty interesting. Very cool. A lot coming up this episode for our listeners. Didn't have many college football games. We only had one. Nonetheless, a lot to talk about. We'll be back after the break. Alright, so since we're in bowl season, we're going to talk a little bit about the interesting gifts participants in the bowl games receive. And I want to note this, that whenever college football teams go to away games, they can only take 75 players. So, 85 are on scholarship, they get to take 75, and then they're allowed to have up to like 125 on a roster. Right. And so... Home games, they can dress out as many as they want. Home games are limited to 75. Big games, they're allowed to take everybody. So bowl games, everybody gets to travel. Really? SEC championship, everybody gets to travel. And then, obviously, playoff games and uh, national championships, I'm, everybody gets to travel. So, so everybody gets a bowl gift, which is really cool. Can a team have more than 125? I, the numbers, I, I am not 100% sure of. I believe it's just 125, that's it. Because the reason I ask is, the requirements for the bowl gifts that teams can get is capped to 125 players. Okay. But I read that, so they can only give like up to $500 worth of gifts to 125 players, but the teams are allowed to add to that. They can either, they can expand it if they have more players or give, uh, you know, above and beyond that. But uh, I was looking at some of the interesting gifts that you've seen over the years and last year. Some of the interesting ones uh, in the one of the bowls, the Quick Lane Bowl. Not sure what that one was. They gave out life-sized fat heads 
of the of the player. So every hundred, all 125 players in both teams got a life size fat head of themselves. That's awesome. Thought that was the coolest one from last year. Um, there were some other cool ones, you know, PS4. There was one bowl. Do they got PS4s? They got PS4s. There's a bowl doing that this year. There's one last year. They uh, a lot of the bowls will just give out a gift suite. So essentially, they just say, all right, you have four hundred dollars to wherever this online. You buy what you want, and we're going to give you a T-shirt and a few other things relative that are pertinent to the bowl. But this one bowl, they only they gave out. They spent the entire five hundred dollar lot. They gave every player a Belova a Belova. Is that how you pronounce it? A Belova watch, which is pretty nice. Heck yeah. That's a, that's a nice watch. So I know at Georgia, the Belk Bowl in North Carolina, played at Panther Stadium, they got $500 to Belk, and they got like everything 50% off. That's that's a really smart way to kind of curtail. And so yeah. the players all got like nice suits, and they were just going through the store. With, they were the only people in the store at the time, and they were just going through having a blast. For them to be the only ones in the store, did they shut it? Do they just go really late, or did they shut it down for two hours? I'm not exactly sure. I wonder if they make them go like at two in the morning. Yeah. Um, they give out Apple watches was a big one. Some of the more terrible ones this year. One of the bowls they're giving out fidget spinners. <laughs> I want to even play. Um, paddle. Didn't one of them give out a uh, like beach paddle ball? Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the bowls down in Miami. They gave out paddle ball sets. I bet you the players were pretty stoked about that. <laughs> I bet they were not. How mad would you be? I mean, what are you going to do? Like, if you get there, you open your gift bag, you get a paddle ball I set. I remember like, mom what? and dad giving us a paddle ball set, and they're like, this game is awesome. And it is the hardest game in the world. If you can get more than three rallies, you're a champ. You're, yeah. The ball isn't even like a, a bouncy ball. And I. Well, and then, like the demonstration says you're supposed to go overhand, but it, in reality, you, you got to do the old underhand for it to even work a little bit. Um, so this was this year and last year, the Armed Forces Bowl. They're giving out Chris ugly Christmas sweaters. That's pretty cool. I guess. Pretty cool. Different. Oh, and these will be along with other things, I imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of highlighting some of the, the odd or cool or really poor things that are getting uh, given out. So what what do you know about like for a championship game? So if you're like in the new playoffs, you're gonna get gifts in the the first round and and the championship, right? I believe so. Is that true? I would think so. <coughs> what do, what would you if you were if you were hosting the bowl? You were hosting two teams. What would you give the players? Like what would a player really want? If you have five hundred dollars, what's the best thing you can really get? Obviously, paddle ball set. <laughs> Maybe yo yo. Yeah, I think the technology probably is where it's at. So, PS4, Apple Watch, um, maybe some sort of like cool Google Glasses. Ooh, that'd be cool. Um, and then I don't know, maybe like a NFL experience of some sort. <laughs> oh I know yeah, whenever like tickets, the, that would be sweet. Yeah, whenever Georgia went to the Belk Bowl, they all got to race at the. Uh, NASCAR. They got to race the NASCARs. That's pretty cool. That's real cool. Yeah. Are they do they put it like do they basically say like however much it costs to typically do that or is that kind of yeah the, the coaches the... and like the teams they they schedule fun events. I mean it, it's a vacation with a football game, but it's it's a reward for making. That's why college football is so cool is because 
it's a reward for what you're doing. So you're going to go there and have some fun. Whereas in the NFL, you go somewhere, it's like, all right, it's business. Strictly business. The Tex- uh, the Cactus Bowl in Texas, they're mm. giving out big belt buckles that say Texas on it. I bet you the players are going to love that. Yeah, that's not very cool. <laughs> There's going to be like two guys on each team that love it. Offensive line is going to be stoked. <laughs> the walk-ons. And the walk-ons. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, bowl season's coming up. All the good games are late in bowl season. Not really any good ones this week, but a jetpack. Johnny, oh, never mind. I, I read that wrong. That's Johnny's Johnny's just reading. Johnny and I were discussing some really cool sporting events that have have happened because there's not much else to talk about without there being some college football games. Obviously, there's some good NFL games, but we were wondering and just talking about some of the greatest sporting events of all time. And the first one that came to my mind was Miracle. Miracle. And the the, the uh, hockey. U.S. versus 1980 Russia. U.S. hockey team playing the Soviets. Which is pertinent, relevant, because Russia. we're about to go into the Winter Olympics. Very very much year. so. And it was the the U.S. team was a bunch of... Uh, College players. Yeah, they're, they're not getting paid. Whereas right. the Russians were all professionals. Yeah. So, and then we... Which the Russians make up like 60% of the NHL. And so we actually played the Russians in an ex- exhibition game. Who's we? The United States men's okay. national hockey team. Yeah, not you. No, yeah, yeah. The, I'm United States, though. So. Actually, we actually played the Russians three days before the Olympics started. And they beat us. Like We played their B team three days before it started. Was this part of the movie? And they beat us. Like 10 or 11 to 3. That's the B team. And then our guys upset their best team. In Lake Placid. Like, this was part of the movie. I don't remember It's that. not a part of the movie. It's a part of a documentary. Huh. I watched. So we played their B team three days before the real match. and so Got how did, smoked. How did we beat them in the championship? Apparently, uh, all the players were talking about Herb, Coach Herb, his speech. Before the game, they said it was spectacular. And that's what won it? Yes. And, I mean, obviously the Soviets didn't really take them serious. Goalkeeper had a heck of a game. And they had really... So, this is actually insane. It was, I believe, before the first or second period ended, there was about five or six seconds left. And the United States the United States team hauled butt down the ice and got a shot on goal. And the Soviets didn't know it. None of them played. They all skated to the side. So, they thought... So, we got a really cheap goal. Because of this effort. at the beginning of the game? No, at the end of the first or second period. Mm-hmm. We scored because they all started heading back to the bench. Thinking, thinking, the, the, thinking the period was over. Yeah, and then we go by and get a shot on goal and score. Yeah, the movie didn't show that. No. So we, we kind of lucked out, if you think about it. I mean, we would have been down by one, but still. Yeah. Uh, that tied the game up. Wow. Huge. And so we, we did, they didn't score. We scored early in the third period, around eight or nine minutes, and they didn't. no, no other goal was scored. And they had tons of shots on goal, but just the Russian players were, they were being interviewed and they were like, honestly, I was happy for them. They were like, I've never seen somebody enjoy the game that much. They're like, for us, he said, it was just a job. We didn't really have any enjoyment of winning because they were, by definition, Russian soldiers. Soldiers? Soldiers. They were in the Russian military, but instead of having military duties, they played hockey. But they were, by law, Russian soldiers. Well, isn't Russia is the, at the time didn't every able-aged 
citizen had male citizen had to be a soldier, right? The only way you can be exempt is if sports was a big one, or if you're an astronaut. That was part. I I know what you mean, and that. But they were they were soldiers. Yeah. And they like they met directly with. Uh, I forgot the leader. Uh, Gorbachev. Whatever his name is, himself. Mm-hmm. And they trained nine months out of the year. weren't allowed to see their families. weren't allowed to see anybody. Wow. And like their training techniques were absurd. Like walking upstairs on their knees with no pads. Wait a minute, hold on. Running barefoot. What does that do for you? Why would you walk upstairs on your knees? They were. What are they practicing and doing that? Like um, their their training techniques were so unorthodox. They were insane. Like just literally mind over matter. Just stupid stuff. Could they go downstairs on their knees? That would be tough. <laughs> that Carry, would be Carrying center blocks, you know, with their uh, feet with, like, no socks on. Like, they were just tough mother truckers. They carried center blocks on their feet. So, look, I gave some really good reasoning. What's your most memorable experience? You cannot say the Iron Bowl. The 2013 Iron Bowl? Kick six. My, I mean... My most memorable. Like, what I do you, been not around. the most memorable. What do you think is the most iconic? Perhaps iconic. Iconic. I'll take the good one. Well, we, what were the other ones? Me and you were talking. We were talking about this a minute ago, and now I'm drawing blanks. Well, you have the Atlanta. You know, Falcons, you know what one that we didn't mention is the McGregor Mayweather fight. That was pretty iconic. I mean, you think about how many people, how much conversation that produced. I mean, when would you, you say that you one have a cross or, sport? Or would you match. say the Mayweather Pacquiao fight? To me, I felt like the McGregor Mayweather was it was more iconic, like, but it meaningful. No, I mean nothing like what you the example you just gave. Yeah, I mean if you if I think of an example you just gave, I think of like, uh, you know, watching uh, Argentina Lionel Messi miss a PK in the World Cup a few years back. Yeah, like that was crazy. Best player in the world, he walks up there and he kicks the ball over the goal. I'll never forget that. So what about Ameri- on American soil? Uh, um, it's a tough question. Just kind of put. Okay, you on the spot. like uh, Tom Brady with uh, playing the Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders about to win, and then they call it a uh, what was incomplete it? pass. Yeah, they said it's the forward arm, um, whatever. Yeah, like that one was pretty crazy. No, that Oakland should have won the game, and then they make up a, a new penalty. That's nothing. You'll you'll never forget that. But you know, as far, what, what what were some other ones you had? The Patriots beating the Falcons. Uh, Red Sox coming back from the Yankees. Oh to yeah, the yeah, yeah, series. yeah, yeah. That was two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. They were down three games to none. Three three games to none mm-hmm. against the Yankees. The Yankees in the World Series. It wasn't in the World Series. It was in the, it was in the yeah. That's obviously. It. So it was in the the league. Uh, American League. American League Championship Series. And they played seven games in that series, right? So they were down three games to none, and they come back and win. Yeah, it was wild. They even made a movie about it. Peter Pitch. I've seen that movie. So what else are you thinking? Well, I wanted to mention, you know, the all the hype around the Mayweather-McGregor fight and how much money people were going to win. Everyone's The guaranteed money was Mayweather was going to win $100 million. McGregor was supposed to win $30 million, guaranteed. Well, when it was all said and done... Uh, I just read an article from two weeks ago. McGregor made 120 million euros, which is like 140 million U.S. dollars. That's insane. Yeah. 
I mean, you think about it. This is two guys from two different sports. This is like watching the championship, like this the Patriots from last year playing the New Zealand All Blacks from the rugby. Like two different sports coming to meet each other in championship. How cool would that be? That's a good comparison to use rugby and football because they're very similar. But they're, yeah, they're similar in nature. Major differences. And you have two like powerhouses, the best from their respective sports, meeting each other. But the difference is McGregor had to go to he they had to go straight up in boxing where you know But I cool mean it made that made sense in my mind though because boxing's a part of MMA. It's a part, yeah, you're right. Whereas MMA is not a part of boxing. Yeah. No, you're right. So it was definitely it was a fair fight if you get hundred and forty million dollars. So if you were gonna do if you were gonna have the Patriots play the New Zealand all blacks, then you would probably play rugby. Because there's there's as, all the aspects of rugby you pretty much have in American football, mm-hmm. but rugby teams they don't throw forward passes. Yeah, that'd be a fair thing to say. The Patriots actually have a player that I don't think they have anymore. Well, the Niners had one for they still have that guy. E- Ebner, Ebner was the guy for uh, the, the Patriots, Patriots, and he he played uh, he played in the uh, U.S. rugby uh, World Cup team. The oh yeah the rugby sevens. It was the yeah the World Cup team for the United States. That's pretty cool. Rugby is going to be a growing sport. Yeah, especially with all the CTE, head concussions, whatnot. Yeah, what hope do you, it doesn't. I'm a fan of traditional American football, but who do you think would win, the Patriots or the New Zealand All Blacks in a game of rugby? I think Tom Brady would be useless in a game of rugby. Probably so. So that's two different things. I mean, those guys are so big, man. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I mean, if they had six months to prepare, I'm sure Bill Belichick could put together a good game plan. I don't know, man. Can't argue with that. That's true. Can't argue with that. So, Pete, we got um, we covered Heisman. We talked about some of these other interesting things, bowl games, all that. This weekend, what's on the slate? There are some bowl games this weekend, right? There's not very. There's not any good ones, notable games that come to mind. Did Did you? Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Well, the biggest one this Saturday, Oregon, Boise State. I it'll be interesting. Back. That's a good game. It it'll be. I mean, Boise State they're in top twenty five, and Oregon be interesting. They just lost their coach to see uh, how they. For Oregon to be in a bowl game is a big accomplishment. They finished seven and five, and their starting quarterback, who's coming back next year, the Hubert or something like mm-hmm. that, he got hurt way early in the season. Um, had they been able to keep their coach and staff, Oregon would be a. They would. They'd be a team. They'd be a top twenty five, top fifteen team next year. I bet. Absolutely. They probably won't be now. They're going to take a recruiting hit. Definitely taking a recruiting hit. Other games this weekend are a bunch of nobodies. Not even worth mentioning. Really, we're kind of in this, obviously we're in the slow season for football. All towards the buildup for the college football playoff. New Year's Day. Dogs versus Oklahoma. Then you got the rubber match between Clemson and Bama. You at UCF, Auburn. Uncovered Sports Radio is going to be on top of it. We're going to have... We're going to try a, a new segment here in the coming weeks with some of our friends, do a little bit of a call-in, have some guests on the show, try to give you guys some different perspectives of what we're all about here on Uncovered Sports Radio. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to cover some of the uh, Winter Olympics, and uh, maybe during one of these slow weeks, like next week, we'll do another pigeonhole. I'd like to hear one from you. Okay, and then um, we don't talk too much about the NFL, because um, college football is kind that of That Bills more... game, though. Bill's game was sweet. They're in a lot of snow. Like a foot of snow. Mm-hmm. We we just oh. kind of pick and choose NFL. We'll, we'll talk about NBA more as the season progresses. And then obviously talk about 
College football. You saw Adam Vinatieri's uh, sick forty-three-yard extra point in a foot of snow. They had to kick the snow out of the way just to kick it, and that thing horseshoe bend just barely squeezes in. It was crazy. It was awesome. That was cool. So that's all I got for today. Yep, that's all I got. Short and sweet this week. Um, yep, thanks for being with us. We will be it's back next week. Next Tuesday. You guys don't know that because it's on SoundCloud and y'all don't get to catch us live. SoundCloud and iTunes. We're getting that for Christmas and iTunes. Uncover Sports Radio.